Hi, hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name is Kate. Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm good, Kate. How are you? I'm fine. You know what today, Sinead? Today's Tuesday. You know what that means. Special Guest Tuesday! <laughs> and this week actually is Tuesday. It is. <laughs> we're, not, we're not popping you off on a Wednesday. It is actually Tuesday. Who have we got this week, Sinead? This week we have the lovely Sandy. Hi, hi. Hi, Sandy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, hanging in there. <laughs> yep, same. Watch it. Feel you. Yep. <laughs> in <going>. the same <laughs> storm. <laughs> Yeah. If any of you guys follow us online and have seen us post those amazing customized Disney jackets with characters painted on the back, Sandy is the person that makes all of them and they are fab. So give your social medias a plug because everybody should go get your jackets because they're amazing. Thanks, guys. The Instagram handle is glitterandbows underscore I or E. For a second there, I thought you didn't know your own handle. Yeah, I always get confused. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so I'm um uh uh <laughs> um yeah. So if you guys um hit her up on Instagram, she's Sanya's loads of pictures up of like work she's done, um and commissions she's done for people. So especially as you know, quarantine gets you down, people like to buy things, especially Disney things, you know. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, what better way hates me sorry what was that my postman currently hates me oh i think yeah same the um our postman came two days ago and he had two big boxes and i was like hi yeah he was like hi because <laughs> like there's oh, some so stuff, fed up there's some stuff that he knows if it's like like depending on like the branding on the box if he knows it's like a phone or like something that's a bit more expensive he won't leave it on the door he'll ring the doorbell to make sure that it actually gets inside and he's like yeah. morning I'm like yeah yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> love it oh, thanks love it. <laughs> oh dear but yeah in the show notes of the episode there will be the link to Sandy's Instagram so go check her out indeed but um more pressing issue is why we have sandy on today absolutely so sandy what are you here to talk to us about um the sparkling experience in the disneyland hotel i'm so excited like we're gonna do a bit of news first but after we did like i am like i've never been more excited to get through the news to get to the main event because like i didn't know <laughs> not, not that i don't know our podcast but like i didn't know anything about the sparkling sparkling experience and i felt like i should like i didn't have a clue what it was i just knew that it was called the sparkling experience and that's what you're coming on to talk about so i watched a small youtube video on it just because i felt like i should probably know even what it is and now i'm so intrigued to see what someone actually thinks of it because the only video i could find was i think it's he's either german or dutch this man who brings his duffy bear with him and he's so adorable oh i love him. But I feel like he just loves everything. I feel like he's one of those guys that's like, <laughs> I got a piece of paper and it was amazing. <laughs> oh God. Like Phoebe's like, boyfriend in that one episode of Friends. Yes, that one. Yeah, exactly. That's ex- yeah, that's exactly what he's like. And he's just he's just so pleasant. And all of his videos are so positive. And I'm like, I want the real tea. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this this is one of those things that came out of several hours on our Disney drinks when everyone had had a fair few a fair few scoops shall we say 
Oh, and everything one. was just coming out. This is how we found out about the Castle Club, Sparkling Experience, the whole works came out. Yeah, that's true. We're actually having another one of those this Friday. What happens is we tend to advertise them on the Fridays, but then the podcast doesn't actually come out in time for anyone to come. But just to let you guys know, we had one on Friday. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um, yeah, so like uh, this week we're going to be doing another quiz. And just for future reference, we think we're going to keep these up throughout people being told to stay at home so if you do miss this friday's one we'll probably have another one again another two weeks so just keep on the instagram (laughs) absolutely and this should hopefully be out on the friday morning so if you're listening to it morning of release dm us and get those details do you know what early bird catches the worm sinead early bird catches the worm (laughs) exactly but before we get on to talking about the sparkling experience we should probably get on to a bit of news Yes, yeah, so not much news this week. I mean, not much news, but the news we have is big. Kind of like last week, actually. Um, yep. So what would you think the most important bit is? Probably Shanghai reopening. I'd say that's yeah. probably the biggest news we have. So I know that last week we talked about the earnings call and they talked a bit about what their plan was for Shanghai reopening, all that sort of stuff. Well, it's happened. It's done. They're opened. There's guests there. They're walking in the physical park. <sighs> it's weird. It's so it's really weird. weird to see. I don't think I like it. It feels like it just feels weird. Like do you know when you walk into a room and you can feel the vibes wrong, or like you walk into a room where someone's like made a joke and it hasn't quite landed properly, and you can feel everyone like hmm hmm. I feel like yeah. that's kind of I, the vibes. I don't know because we're obviously not there. But the videos don't portray it very well, I guess, from a feeling standpoint. <laughs> from a safety yeah, standpoint, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So they opened with, I think their initial first day opening, they allowed capacity for 16,000 guests. And that mm-hmm. would have also included quite a lot of media because it seems like every media outlet either wanted to be there or had sent people there or whatever it was but there was Mm -hmm. it was obviously quite heavily talked about because it's the first big thing that has reopened since the basically since the shit hit the fan with COVID-19 so yeah they opened with 16,000 guests as opposed to their allotted capacity which was 24,000 is that what we said last week yeah so that's 30% of the average capacity during normal times and that's um that's enforced by the chinese government they're like no more than twenty four thousand. please thank you for the safety of people <laughs> chinese government just like no <laughs> and everyone's like okay yeah i'm like what it would be like in other places oh my god this actually made me laugh i saw a hilarious thing online and it was someone someone had tweeted something about how the restrictions that they have in place for Shanghai, the American parks would like really struggle to enforce that. And somebody sent a picture of somebody wearing a face mask, but they'd cut a hole in the face mask and had a cigarette in it. And everyone was like, meanwhile, at DLP. Ah, yes. Oh, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> Comical. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it is quite interesting to see the whole thing in Shanghai. And like, I think they have done a pretty good job as far as they could have. I think Shanghai was closed for 106 days or 107 days, I think. So it's like, it's pretty important for them as a business to reopen, especially on the earnings call last week. We can understand like how much money they're losing literally week by week from not having the parks open. So if anyone's not watching any videos, Michael Kay 
on YouTube has like a reactions video sort of to one of the press videos that they released. And if you want to go have a look at that just for like visuals, it's quite handy. But um, in China, their social distancing isn't uh, two meters. It's only one meter. And you actually, like when you look at the difference between, it sounds so stupid. When you look at the difference between two meters and one meter, it's so significant. Because, so in China, they only have to stay one meter apart. And I presume that's because they're further along and all this sort of nonsense or whatever. But like, you look at like, so they've put out like, so they have a show, a castle show that you're still allowed to go and watch but they have social distancing squares like in like the viewing area. And when you look at those squares, I'm like, everyone might as well just be standing beside each other. They're so close. (laughs) I'm like, what does it matter? (laughs) Um, But yeah, Yeah, so they've put in, they've got squares for viewing of shows. They have like marked out tape for where you should stand in a line. Pretty much what they've got when you go to Tesco here. It's like, please stand in these spots. In queues for attractions, they've got massive boxes that are like, do not stand in this box because the box is a meter wide. And I'm like, oh, it's awfully confusing. I can just see Americans, no offense to any Americans, but I can just see Americans not being able to read the do not stand here because I just know how people work. (laughs) But I think it's also like, it it, it feels like, especially over here, because all of the markings that we have on the floor, it's whatever the marking is, that's where you're supposed to stand. stand. Yeah. So... I just feel like even in Shanghai, it's a bit of confusion because when you're queuing for like um, a stand for food, it's just this strip of yellow tape and that's where you stand. But when you're queuing for a ride, it's these massive boxes that say do not stand here. And I'm like, if you were going to bring that to a park with a higher capacity, you definitely need it to be more consistent. Otherwise, you're just going to lead to confusion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you seen any of the videos or anything, Sandy? Yeah, yeah. I was kind of keeping an eye on it yesterday. It's really interesting to watch. Like, it's so bizarre, so strange. Do you think it's weird? Yeah, it doesn't weird, feel right? like Disney. So yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> Although, from Shang- Shanghai's point of view, though, it's great marketing for them, though, because all eyes are literally on them at the minute. It's yeah, like that's true. advertising 101, like everyone's looking at them going forward so i think that's really interesting yeah no that's good um that's very true yeah not a park that has been doing as well as they'd hoped yeah the amount of money that they spent on it it's not their worst asian park but it's most certainly not their best either <laughs> yeah like it's not having a dlp level flop or but a it's Hong certainly Kong not making flop. the money that they hoped it would yeah exactly i think it's because the park is so big but it just doesn't have the same amount of things in it they don't have a small world yeah i know look shanghai has many problems covid being at the bottom (laughs) (laughs) um i have a question so if dlp opened and had the same setup that shanghai did and someone said i will escort you via private jet over there and everything's been cleaned and all that kind of stuff would you go to dlp with the current setup that shanghai has oh yeah yeah okay probably i mean if i was planning on making see i think it comes from a different perspective when you talk to people like us who have like done certain experiences or we went five times in a year or we've owned annual passes and stuff because when we go like and anything that's missing we can just sort of like slot back into our heads of like oh but this is disney and i already feel the magic because i'm standing on this like i'm standing on this road kind of thing but i completely understand for people who have never been before and had trips planned 
and were like are bringing several yeah. children and all this sort of stuff that they'd be like no <laughs> just no yeah, absolutely like i do like i say that in that i'd probably happily go but if you told me to bring a child with me i don't think i would <laughs> do you know what i mean like not in a bad way like i know not, not that i don't like children quite the opposite i think they're gas but like i just think if i if you were to bring a child to a place where in their mind it's where they can have the most fun and you said don't get out of that box <laughs> literally don't get out of that box i yeah. just feel like it'd be very confusing for them and i don't think they'd have the best time you'd have the weirdest family photos <laughs> so you know what i mean like you would have the most bizarre family photos of like you and donald duck and everyone wearing face masks like it would just be so strange imagine do you know what do you know what i would love and they're not going to do but i would love it if they like made costumes of face masks for all of the fur characters that would actually bring me life how do you even like you know when it comes to meet and greets how do you stop yourself from running and hugging a character yeah do you know what i mean Like, like that's literally the first thing like if you look at any of our pictures on instagram at least every sixth one is a picture with a cast with a character like with their arms outstretched towards us, and that's because the other one of us that isn't taking the photos is literally pelting it towards the character <laughs> to go hug them. Like that's how you yep. start a meet and greet. If you don't, you're doing it wrong. Like it's just that's just the way it is, <laughs> and I don't understand how like how weird would it be, especially like just think about Donald Duck. Like imagine walking up to Donald Duck and being like, "Hi." Hi. <laughs> <laughs> And then just like, <laughs> yeah, like you just, I don't know, just feel awkward or like, and I don't know, do like the characters then have to work a lot harder to make the experience worthwhile because you don't have like, oh, let me touch your ears and oh, what are you wearing? And like, oh, yeah. like turn around so I can see your bag and like play with the tassels on it, and all, which is what they do because if you have like keychains of them and all that sort mm. of stuff, like I feel like it would also be pretty hard for the characters to readjust to be like, oh, I can't know no no you stand over there smile at the camera <laughs> for character meals because you're obviously not going to wear a mask while eating your dinner yeah like, that's also true is that gonna work? true so many questions just it's are you still what looking up time to be alive i know right <laughs> i very mean strange of all the worldly pandemics it's one of the best time not the best times but like we have so much going for us in terms of like internet and zoom calls and food oh yeah no, absolutely <laughs> do you know what i mean <sighs> honestly like having the having the little zoom quizzes to look forward to every second week has most definitely kept me somewhat sane weirdly yeah, you know, i mean even though you're just like sitting in your bedroom on your laptop still weirdly kind of feels like you've had a bit of a night out or at least i do because then <laughs> i end up half pissed well you're definitely socializing <laughs> like so socializing is definitely thing. happening <laughs> so that was basically shanghai um, oh, they've also put like, so they showed an example of Pirates of the Caribbean in Shanghai. And so there, there are rows in the boats. The width of each row is just less than one meter. So they have people in every second row. Um, okay. Then if you are with your party of like your family, who you've obviously been in contact with for the entire thing that's fine yeah you can all sit in the row together side by side you don't have to separate or anything but they also had an example of two single riders so one single rider is on one edge and the other single rider is literally on the other edge and then that's it so yeah 
it's all just it's all just weird that's all i have to say and i don't i'm just so intrigued to see how they're gonna move it to orlando and disneyland california like i'm just so intrigued to see how they like duplicate it and address it and like like um even yeah like i suppose we we should move on to the second bit of news like about disney springs because they kind of just tie in together yeah so disney parks blog announced uh pretty much the day after we recorded that certain third-party stores in disney springs in walt disney world will start reopening from the 20th of may yeah so next wednesday oh my god yeah they have christ honestly (laughs) they have specifically called out that it will be third-party stores it won't be like i wouldn't go expecting like world of disney but i wouldn't be expecting world of disney to be open or anything like that so but when you you think of disney springs i think the only non-third-party store is like world of disney and then that disney style one like the one that sells the dresses and then the one that sells the homeware I think there are yeah. the only like three ones in Disney Springs. Apart from there might yeah. be another one I'm missing. I've never been. But I don't actually think there's many non-third party. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the bulk of it is restaurants and then third party stores like Zara, Under Armour, Sephora, stuff like that. So um, Yeah, and I know an, I've seen a lot of... Oh, sorry, go on. It was an interesting reaction online because you kind of... It was split. There was people that I think are probably like us that are like, oh, this seems a little soon. And then you had so many people being like, oh my God, why is this not happening sooner? I can't wait. I'm going to be queuing, going to be there first thing. And I'm like, whoa, y'all need to to chill. Yeah, I have to say there was a disturbingly high amount of comments that were like, finally, Disney back in my life. Like nothing could be greater. And then literally the comment underneath it was like, I better not have to wear a face mask to get in here. Like, you won't catch me wearing a face mask. Or like, um, do we have to wash our hands in between every store? And I'm just like, it just shows how different governments are dealing so dramatically, like so dramatically different with with the situation. Yeah. Because I think that's why when we look at it from an Irish perspective, as in we're a country that's been shut down more or less for nine weeks now when we see a massive shopping district being open again in a country that's much bigger has not dealt with the isolation of it as well and that's just fact and has nearly like a a very high percentage of death rates like when they're opening a shopping mall you're kind of like whoa yeah (laughs) what it it seems (laughs) it seems bizarre and kind of so with with the Shanghai reopening stuff, I tried I tried as much as possible not to go overly hunting for news, purely because there's a lot of people that were I, I don't even know necessarily how to put it. It's kind of like all the people that were like, oh, I'm gonna have to be there first so I can um, document Di- uh, Disney Springs reopening and stuff like that. And I'm just kind of oh, like, right, the okay. more people buy into it and the more it becomes kind of a clickbaity thing the more people are going to show up and be putting themselves and cast members at unnecessary risk. Because I saw, I haven't watched the video, but I saw a video from the Tim and Jen tracker where they were like, the updates from Disney Springs and why we won't be there. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Because it's just going to be all the vloggers and bloggers and Instagrammers and all that kind of thing, just wanting to be the first people there so they can be the first people to report on what it looks like and stuff like that. So it's just, uh, makes me nervous. 
yeah that's true but then also not but not then also like it's exactly the same point um when pete werner was on disney parks and beyond that's the name of the podcast isn't it yes i always want to say something else and then i'm afraid i've said it wrong it, that's what it's it called. used to be <laughs> days after dark but now I think it's that's disney why parks and beyond. I get, i'm always like have i made that up um <laughs> he was on their most latest episode and for anyone who doesn't know, Pete is this massive guy in the world of travel agency and uh, Disney World and all that sort of stuff. But um, Pete suffers from uh, diabetes and he's of a certain age and all of this sort of stuff. And he, he said all this on their podcast and he was like, I, even because at that point he was saying that Disney World was going to open on June 1st, but now it's more looking like it might be July. But either way, he was like, I'm not leaving my house unless it's safe. Like. Yeah. <laughs> He was just like, I'm just, I'm not going to be stupid. I'm not just going to go because it's open. He was like, my health is more, more important than that. And yeah. I would just worry that, as you said, like with certain vloggers and bloggers and all that sort of stuff, they might be of the mindset of, well, I'm in this age category. I don't have any underlying health issues. Sure, fuck it. I'll just go. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It just it's the, the greater know. good is what we're looking at here is the greater good yeah it just it makes it makes me feel nervous and there is that whole kind of culture within people online that everybody has to be the first to report on this and everybody has to be the first to talk about this when in the grand scheme of things even if you're the first person there's somebody there 0.02 seconds after you so you're only going to be the first for a split second anyways but yeah it makes me makes me a little anxious shall we say but yeah i, I have we'll to see. say i'm i have to say that i'm i know you said that you don't go looking for stuff but i sort of can't help it because i just i'm so interested like i think my curiosity gets the better of me sometimes where i'm kind of like yeah i, I completely understand what you're saying but i'm also like but what are they doing though <laughs> yeah and, and how do it's, people, it's difficult how acting <laughs> yeah it's hard because like again i don't want to feel like i'm feeding into it but i also do look at it so yeah, yeah. you know like it's kind of like well I was going to say something else, but now I can't remember. I'm weirdly excited from the point of view that I know I'm completely safe from it to see what happens <laughs> next week. <laughs> Fair. Like if you told me that I had to go, I'd be like, nah. Or if you told, or if I was a cast member working in one of those stores or staff yeah. member, I don't know what they're technically called if they're third parties, but I'd just be like, uh, I don't know. I'm uh, maybe not. <laughs> I, I might just quit. My- my take on it is if you work on Disney property, you're a cast member, regardless of who you're employed by. Yep, fair. I'll take that. Yep, 100%. I understand. That's, 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 my, that's my take on it. What do you think um, about it, Sandy? I like, I think I'd be the same. If I was working there, I, I wouldn't want to be going back to work, to be yeah. fair. Like, it's such a strange situation. And I think in shops as well, it's harder to control where people stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, that's true. How close they are going to be to you. Because I don't know about you, but like my local. Um, supermarket you're gonna do your food shopping people are just walking in front of you anyway they're gra- like yeah you know they're grabbing things in front of you they're standing a bit too close you know it's gonna happen so it's a bit bit of a strange one yeah yeah i can just see them enforcing certain things and then after a week being like yeah we're all good everything can just go back to normal now <laughs> no lord i still find it funny also- though that like people are being like oh i refuse to wear a mask it's against my constitutional rights it's like mate it's private property and it's a private building if they tell you that you have to wear lederhosen to enter a store funnily enough you can just not enter that store if you don't want to be wearing your lederhosen end of yeah it's just oh what a time um i was gonna say by the time the next podcast comes out we'll have talked about it but we won't have 
So that was a light. <laughs> yeah. We'll see but in two something, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> something a little bit more close to home, shall we say. So Walt Disney World News today reported that some of the Disneyland Paris ex- executives executives have been seen going in and around the park and going through possible procedures and how they're going to reopen the store reopen the park so ceo nacha coo daniel delcourt and vp of park operations marco bernini i think is his name i am so glad through the park you took all of those names because when i, <laughs> I was didn't even it, attempt <laughs> i didn't even attempt nacha's last name because i just would not i think it's rafalski Maybe. When I was reading it, oh I was like, no, not that I'm she's not... going to listen to this, but still, I'm sorry I got your name wrong. I was um, like, but I'm they not were... saying those. <laughs> yeah. They were brought through the park and kind of given a guided tour of the potential procedures that could be put in place to reopen the park. And they're potentially looking at a mid July reopening. Obviously, that'll depend on the French government because Disney don't have as much clout in France, as we're well aware of, as they do in the States. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, and I just find quite interesting from that article from WW News Today, like Europa Park in Germany is planning to reopen on May 29th, which yeah. is the main thing that's putting such push on them. And Europa Park is also opening its hotels, hotel restaurants. They st- they're starting with outdoor seating only as of May 18th. Um, but I'm just like, wow, I just, it, it baffles me that everyone's starting to get going again. I'm like, I still don't think we're ready. <laughs> Yeah. I still think everyone should just get on those brakes and just calm down. <laughs> and then it turns into, it's kind of frustrating because if Europa Park have just decided, oh, we're just going to open, now Disney have to like push things along and try and like persuade people that so they can open, even though it might not be safe, but it might not be as safe as they'd like, but they still have the business pressure of it if they're going to lose money to somebody else who's decided to open. Just, oh, just... We'll see what it'll be like in July. Uh, I have to say though, like I I have a trip booked for the first weekend in September, and I'm kind of like, if there's no parade, if there's no fireworks, if there's no characters, like I don't know if I want to go. Because like, don't get me wrong, I'm not one of these people that only purely goes for characters. Like I I very much like to get a, a wide variation of experiences in. But I do love shows. I do love meeting characters. I love going on rides. Illuminations, I can leave. But I don't know, like if all of that was kind of taken away, I, I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't know how I feel about it. That's true. I think we're all just in a very mixed bag of emotions at the moment. And I just think it's very difficult to, you know, like pinpoint exactly how you're feeling at one point in time. <laughs> all right, Kate. <gasps> no. What just... you guys couldn't see, because not a, not a visual medium, was Kate was like bopping her head back and forth. Like she was like reading someone. Loved it. <laughs> no, but I no, but like I completely agree with you. Like for some people, it really just depends how you feel, isn't it? It's like, yeah, is it worth it? Is this not from um? I have to say, from like a value perspective, I'd be like, sorry, can I have some of my money back then? Because literally yeah. half of your park is closed in terms of like the things you offer. Yeah, it's like going to a concert and being like, yeah, they're only going to play for thirty minutes, or we only have, um, we only have the person playing keyboard and the drummer, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we got for you Saz. everyone else is off and you'd be like what oh, it's just yeah. that's the only thing I can equate it to it's a, it's a little bit mental well I think that's everything for park news but Kate you have a Disney Plus related piece of news yeah and it was literally only released today um, I think it was today today or this morning I got an email about it this morning today. so I assume it was today for anyone who doesn't know I know we talked about it when we talked about Disney Plus but there is a very popular musical called Hamilton 
which has run on Broadway for so long it seems at this stage and when we talked about Disney Plus originally yonks ago they said that they were going to bring a recorded version of Hamilton to Disney Plus um, the mm-hmm. original date was supposed to be 2021 I think it was October it was supposed to be released and then it was announced today that they're actually going to be releasing it on July 3rd of this year so we're getting the like recorded version of Hamilton 15 months early is that not wild that's <laughs> mad like that is absolutely insane a whole production being released 15 months early i just like i'm so excited first of all i was worried because the email i got wasn't from disney plus it was broadway online and broadway online is a site we can go and you can view all of these pre-recorded things of um pre-recorded shows from broadway and like shows that aren't on anymore and you pay like seven euro a month and it's just a prescription subscription service but i was worried that it was only going to be disney plus america And I was like, don't go breaking my heart. (laughs) Don't be doing an onward and a frozen on me. But then Walt Disney Ireland came up on my Facebook as a sponsored post and they posted about it. So that must mean it's coming to the UK and Ireland Disney Pluses as well. So I'm so excited. And you know what? And then literally two days later, Frozen 2 comes out on Disney Plus. Frozen 2 comes out like July 7th. Oh, yeah. Four days later. Sorry, I can't. I totally forgot about that. (laughs) Um, they're clearly I, I wonder if they're worried that they're gonna lose out on a lot of Disney Plus subscriptions. So they're trying to keep people subscribed until at least when the parks start reopening and they start getting money through that. Yeah, I completely understand that. And I also think, um, for anyone who doesn't know, Broadway's been well, I assume people know, but like Broadway's been completely shut down and all of the shows have stopped and people and people have to get ticket money reversed, reversed, reissued, and all refunded. this sort of refunded. Thank you, Sinead. <laughs> I was like, what reword am I looking for? <laughs> re, re. <laughs> and so this recording, I think, is all of the original cast who I are either, some of them are still in Hamilton or some of them are in current other productions. But I'd say they're not getting paid for something that's not being shown. So yeah. I would say that Lin-Manuel Miranda who only recently did a thing on YouTube to raise money for the actors of broadway to like as a donation fund because they're not making any money i'd say he was kind of like on disney plus here i have so many casts in the show and if you start streaming on disney plus they can start getting paid are we ready can we go or can we i'd say it was a lot i'd say it was a bit of both like or or disney might have been like hey how do you feel about like six months early (laughs) he was like about 15 months early (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel like Lin-Manuel Miranda was like, well, what did Hamilton do, eh? Yeah, he pushed for his, he pushed for what he wanted. Here we go. Come on. Get that shit up there. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say it was very happy from both sides to just get things moving. I would say Lin-Manuel Miranda was quite happy to oblige the situation. Yeah, absolutely. (sighs) So yeah, that's all the news. That's everything we have. I think so, yeah. I have to say, I'm quite enjoying the fact that we st- we have news to talk about. It was quite light there for about a couple of weeks. But mm. as things start to reopen now, at least we've got news. It's a bit terrifying, but at least there's news. At least there's news. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get on to talking about the sparkling experience, Kate, I know you've been really enjoying a certain podcast and that you wanted to talk about it. Oh, yes. So there is a delightful podcast on... The After Dark Network, which I have been listening to. I Same. 
what we're a delightful podcast on the after dark network oh <laughs> yes very true couldn't yes absolutely uh, but this particular podcast is called alice's magical podcast um this podcast is a lovely delightful little bundle of magic called alice and she basically reads books and reviews them and she has her friends on and she's got authors on she talked to a woman who owns a bookshop i was like do i want to be this lady like she's basically living all of my dreams as a 23 year old but she's only six (laughs) like she's just so ahead of me so (laughs) it's just crazy so she's got so the podcast is alice's magicals Alice's Magical Podcast. Um, she actually started on Instagram by reviewing books on Instagram. And her Instagram is Alice's underscore magical underscore podcast. There, um, no apostrophes or anything. And it's just great. She's been reading intense. She's been still, she's been doing Skype calls with authors and interviewing them over the web. It's just fantastic. A lot of her podcast episodes are um, interviews with authors and stuff. But her po- her Instagram is a lot of her book reviews, and just be- oh, it's just so wholesome, and I just love it so much. So I think you guys should just go give it a listen because she's just great. <laughs> so cute, so cute. And as someone, so, well- as, as someone who grew up reading a lot, yeah, like I, I'm like, yes, you're me. Hi, let's be friends. <laughs> um, we'll be sure to stick a link to the podcast in our show notes of the episode. Um, Sandy, are there any podcasts that you've been enjoying in particular during lockdown? Oh my god, at the minute, That's not this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, Mickey Waffles, like all the way. <laughs> oh god, great. <laughs> um, I'm actually on a bit of an audiobook buzz more than Ooh, anything. We love an audiobook at the minute. Um, but what have I started recently listening to again? Hold on, because I forget the name of the podcast. Is it Taking the Mickey? Taking the Mickey? Um, so I don't know if you used to listen to Dedicated to DLP. So it's Steve from Dedicated to DLP. I love Steve. Oh my God, I love Steve oh, Has he got a podcast then? <laughs> yes. Oh, I love Steve. Oh, I'm yeah. so happy. I'm going to go subscribe to that. I love Steve. Himself and Joe, who he used to podcast with previously, um, have started back up Taking the Mickey, which is oh, great. And the two of them together, the banter is brilliant. Oh, I'm so... Are you- to love Dedica- dedicated to the de- Kate will because I used to harp on about it nonstop. I love <laughs> dedicated to DLP. Same was devastated oh. when he gave it up. Same, and then those other people just ruined it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We'll say no more. Hundred subscribe to that. Fab. Um, and then I'll plug another episode. So another episode, another podcast. So also on the Abstract Podcast Network. Um, there is a lovely show called The Theme Park Trader that don't just cover Disney, they cover theme parks in general. They also focus on Universal and some of the UK-based ones. It's with the lovely Ryan and Dan. And this week's episode in particular, I loved. So somebody had asked them if they had to go to every Disney and Universal theme park across, across the globe and they could only ride one ride in each theme park, what would it be? And I just loved it. Because then I was trying to think, I was like, Jesus, what would I pick from each one? So potentially at some stage, me and Kate may do something similar. Might, might piggyback off the back of that. But also we thought of something entirely different because I, when I first read the tweet about what the episode was, I thought it was something completely different. So we're still going to do that thing that I thought it was. Yeah, but... yeah, Sinead messaged me and was like, look what the guys are doing. This is great. We should totally do this. And then she started listening to it and went, 
oh, it's nothing like I thought. But we can still do yeah. the thing I said. I, mis- I misinterpreted it. <laughs> but either way, I think the idea that we came up off the back of it is still pretty good. So we'll do that at some stage. But um, would highly recommend going and listening to it and checking the guys out because they're fab. So Yes, I actually, like I think you said once, you were like, they're like the male version of me and you because they're oh, just so time. straight talking. They're just so straight talking about things and they're punny. And I'm like, I remember listening to you and be like, huh. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you yeah. just listen to stuff and you're like, ah, yes, yes. <laughs> it just sits well with you. I agree. I agree. Right. All those podcasts and episodes and stuff will be linked in the show notes. But in the meantime, shall we get on to talking about the sparkling experience and the whole reason that Sandy's here? Yes. Sell this to me, Sandy. Sell it to me. You're going to be <laughs> hungry when you're finished. <laughs> <laughs> Um, God, where do I even start? Like, it, it's Why, What is it? What is it? Why did you decide to do it, I suppose? Right. Well, it's basically <laughs> cocktails, a seven-course <laughs> meal in California Grill, and the fireworks and champagne from the Founders Club. So, like, once food's mentioned, I'm like, yeah, that, that's me. Like, can we go? Can we do it? I'm so <laughs> Um, we, I'd originally wanted to do it when dreams was still going because it used to be called a dream to live. Um, (gasps) never. I love that. I know it was fab. Plus they'd done more alcohol at that stage. They, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A real reason. A real reason. (laughs) But never got a chance to do it. So we were on a trip last June it was myself my partner and his daughter and it was my 30th birthday and we hadn't planned to do it but the day of my birthday we literally like went into the Disneyland hotel and went to the concierge and was like hey is this still going can we do it can we hey. do it <laughs> I just imagine you walking up to the concierge with like finger guns being like hey yeah. yo <laughs> what's up kind of how it went (laughs) um yeah like that was that morning and we booked it for that evening so it was just kind of like spur of the moment type thing um yeah like you can book it from the concierge desk in the hotel or you can do it over email as far as I'm aware but you can't do it over the phone I don't think oh DLP Gotta love yeah. DLP and their cloak and dagger ways of doing stuff. That's a bit easy. Strange altogether. Um, you can also, if you're unsure, you can ask about the menu at the concierge desk as well. They'll kind of go through it with you because the menu is a little bit, wouldn't be to everyone's taste. We'll put it that way. Is it a bit okay. French? It's just kind of a bit like nouveau cuisine kind of a thing. It's very, there's Ooh. a lot of it, but little amounts. Right, okay. You know, okay. It, it is it's effectively a taster menu. Right, okay, gotcha. Um but the, do you know what? They're very accommodating. Like they went through what was on the menu, they asked were we okay to go ahead with it. If we didn't like anything, they'd change it for something else, they'd let the chef know if we had any allergies, like do you know, they they were accommodating. Um Okay, cool. That's not like DLP. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like once you step into California Grill, you're not really in DLP anymore. It's like a different different it's level. just it's like a different tier it's like yeah, oh fair. no we're here to help you <laughs> very much so um when we went to book it like we had his 14 year old daughter with us as well so she would be a very picky eater and wasn't sure if she would go with the full menu or the child's menu so there's okay. 
adults and child. Um, they said we didn't have to pay for it there and then, which you normally have to do when you book it. They said we okay. could wait. And when we go to the restaurant, have a look at the menu and she could decide then whether she wants to go with it or not. Oh, oh very good. Okay. Yeah. Um, you don't get an annual pass discount on it though. It's, of course not. Yeah. Oh, that's saucy. <laughs> that's disappointing. <laughs> but if you've got meal vouchers, you can upgrade with your meal vouchers. So you can just pay the extra. Uh, oh, okay, cool. that's good. Do you think yeah. you don't get discounts on it because there's alcohol involved? Um, I'd say that's probably why. Yeah. yeah, I'd imagine so. Technically, they're also discounting the alcohol, I suppose. Yeah. Um, like, I, I know they do a tasting menu in the California Grill and it's 130 for the taster menu. And I don't think that includes wine, but you can use your annual pass discount on that. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so it's, prob- it's probably okay. the wine. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't think about it yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we booked it, they give us like a little voucher to say, congratulations, you're about to go through this magical experience. Wow. <laughs> what a t- wow. I know. They're very sure um, of themselves. Very <laughs> much so. But I was like, because it was such a surprise, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, a voucher. This is amazing. Can we keep this? Like, <laughs> I just Love went it. totally overboard. Um, but we it was June last year so the park was open till 11 o'clock so we were told to be at Cafe Fantasia at half six so our meal started at half six in the evening okay you it oh my god it was like I think we were eating food for four and a half hours wow yeah did it feel long no it flew by oh Oh, that's that's good yeah it really did fly by it was really good um we, when we got to Cafe Fantasia, we presented the invitation that I was allowed to keep. Boy, hey. hey. <laughs> they were like, Madame, you're about to go through an amazing experience. And you're like, yes, the voucher, please. <laughs> Can I have this bit of paper, please? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they brought us like, they had like a reserved table off to the corner. In, in um, Cafe Fantasia, it was like the table to the left inside the door. Do you know, in that little corner. Oh, yes. Oh, so you, so you were actually like inside the cafe. Yeah, they brought you okay. in there. Um, the lovely table done out with a big reserved sign making you feel all special. Um, they had flowers and stuff on the table. And then they brought over the menu and said you could pick whatever cocktail you wanted. Ooh! Yeah. Ooh, love it. Exciting. They also said if you didn't want anything on the menu, that if you give them your tastes and what you like, they'd make one signature to you. Oh, <gasps> love it. Oh, yeah. that would be exciting. I'd be like, oh, so, yes. That was really so what did nice. you go for? I, I went for a glotini because I just wanted ah, a glotini. True classic. <laughs> like, Can't go wrong with an old glotini. That's what I wanted. I couldn't not go for a glotini. He went for like a whiskey type thing. Mm. It looked like a whiskey sour, but it wasn't. Um, okay. I think I've I think I've had something like that in Disney. I think I had something like that when I went with Ed because I was like, oh, it's almost like a whiskey sour, but it's like but not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Oh, and then because we had Amy and she was obviously only yeah. fourteen, um, they just asked her what kind of juices and stuff she liked, and they made her her own cocktail with a glow cube. Oh, so, cute! That's cute. Yeah, that was really really nice. And then they, you know, the usual, they had brought out the olives and they had like little things. The of popcorn. stale popcorn. The stale yeah. popcorn. Yeah. Which was tomato <laughs> flavored. It was so weird. Yeah. So bizarre. Yeah. It's very strange, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. Um, 
so we were there for about oh maybe it was a half an hour like they were really really lovely they asked us did we enjoy the drinks the whole lot like it was they were nearly too attentive i feel like that's a nice time period to have a cocktail before your dinner yeah do you just just, get the one yeah yeah the one cocktail um and it was just after parade as well like parade wasn't long after finishing so it was nice to kind of come from that and then just go into the hotel um they brought you then over to california grill and introduced you to the entire serving staff that were all inside the door that's too much for me i'd be like everyone please disperse (laughs) (laughs) it was so weird like there was only like six of them at the time it was kind of quiet but it was really weird i was like i don't remember all these names like not happening oh god that's um lord they brought us over to a table at the window and the table was amazing like it had roses all over the table it had like a little lumiere on the table as well it was oh, just fun. it was really really cute and you had a castle view then as well so beautiful that it was nice <laughs> and then um they brought over the menu which i also asked could i keep because i'm like <laughs> <laughs> do for it they were like here your one loves fucking paper <laughs> <laughs> I think that entire day because I was 30 I was like can I keep this I'm 30 can I have this I'm just gonna take this (laughs) (laughs) I like that you're you reiterated everything with I'm thirsty (laughs) yes (laughs) it did it probably helped that I had a huge 30 badge on as well (laughs) oh excellent but literally everything from that day I was like yeah I'm keeping this I, just, I don't know what I'm doing with it but I'm keeping it did they let you keep the menu <laughs> yeah oh they, like oh, you know not a visual medium but like gigantic menu oh she brought it no oh she brought oh, excellent <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we when we were brought to the table then they had introduced us to our our server for the evening um I think her name was Simone Simona I want to say she was fab like i mean she remembered all of her names the entire night like i played her wow i'm like what who bothers doing that (laughs) 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 no um but that was fab and she went through the entire menu and at that stage amy had decided she wanted to go for the child's menu okay because it was just too fancy for her i suppose bit outgoing like bit out there like yeah like we nearly had to ask what everything was because she'd give you this big long French name and we were like okay so what's that yeah that yeah yeah um, good, old, good old google translate out yep because mm. <laughs> the menu didn't actually have what each course was it just had you had what they called a magic mini starter then you had a starter a hot starter a fish course a meat course a cheese course you had a dessert parade and then you had your coffee before you go and see illuminations. Oh wow! Ooh, yeah. what a time! I'm telling you. <laughs> um, even though, so like in Disneyland Paris, like obviously, if Amy was to go into the park, she wouldn't be counted as a child; she'd be counted as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, were they okay with you only paying the child price for yeah. the child menu, even though she wasn't technically under Disney terms a child? Yeah, a hundred percent. Because we had said, like, you know. We didn't mind what she she wanted to order from the a la carte menu even though it's quite pricey we were like it's fine and yeah, we were like fair. no no we have a child's menu that's included in this she can pick from that oh so, okay, okay that's cool. good yeah they were they were fab and anytime they were like your meal has 
wine included at the meal. So anytime they brought us out a glass of wine, they brought her out a glass of Coke hey. without oh, us to ask. So. And in DLP, that's worth its weight in gold. <laughs> yep, because yeah. we thought we'd have to pay extra for that, but they were like, no, no, we'll just bring her a glass of Coke. Coke, it's fine. So oh, it great. Cool. Okay, fab. Like, uh. <laughs> um, the only thing I would say is, <laughs> I would just look going back over my photos from last year, and every plate that was put in front of us, apart from the cheese, had flowers on the plate. Were they edible flowers? Like, yeah. Oh, that's, ex- that's fun. It, it was such a bizarre experience. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing though. It was bizarre. Um, so let me see. What did we have? I have it written down because I actually would forget. Did you have a favourite course? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a meat course. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the only thing is like, cause the, like the courses were so small, but I'm glad they were small because by the end you could not move. You were stuffed. Right, yeah. But I could have eaten 10 of my favorite course. Like, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Amazing. Um, we were given what they call like the magical, what do they say? It was a magical mini appetizer. It was a gazpacho. It was like a, you right, know, okay. square shot glass. Right. And it was literally just cold soup. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> like, it was fine with loads of flowers on the plate. And <laughs> the flowers just blew my mind. <laughs> After that, they had brought in a smoked, it was smoked salmon for your cold starter. The only thing is like, you know, when we think of smoked salmon, it's like thin wafers of salmon. This mm-hmm. was like a salmon fillet. It was raw salmon. It was oh, hard right. to Interesting. Eat. Like you wouldn't have ate the whole thing. Even though it was quite small, you wouldn't have ate the entire thing. It was a bit much. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, then they brought out truffles in a truffle sauce with like tortellini it was amazing i'm like this already sounds good (laughs) it was so so good like when they brought it out i was like oh my god we have truffles wow like (laughs) (laughs) i got very excited um a poor amy though because she only had we were obviously getting loads of courses she only had a starter a main and a dessert so she got like what was it it was a tomato soup and a cheese toasty so she had that gone by the time we had had our gazpacho yeah i was gonna ask i was gonna like how did the how did the, how the whole like spacing of time go between a seven course meal and a child's yeah. meal like <laughs> i think like she probably got a little bit bored to right. be fair like she did enjoy it and like we brought her along like she was like you know you guys can go for the meal together it's your birthday go for a romantic meal whatever we were like no like you know we're here together we'll go for a meal um yeah. But yeah, she probably didn't enjoy it as much as we did mm-hmm. um, because she was just sitting there. We let her taste everything, but she was just sitting there kind of going, yeah, I want my main course now. Yeah. yeah. Um, we then went from truffles to monkfish and like literally, I'm, it's hard to explain like the size, like the monkfish was maybe no bigger than your finger. Like it was a small slice of everything. Right, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like, it was tiny. Um, then from that, you went to veal with a red wine reduction and potatoes with caramelized onion. Ooh. Like, <laughs> I could have eaten 10 of those. <laughs> that was amazing. And then from there, the da, 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 we had cheese. So they bring out the cheese board. Have you seen the cheese board in the California Grill? It's like the massive one that comes out on the trolley with the big dome. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, now, a, it's a sight to behold. Like, <laughs> I am a cheese person. So <laughs> when this came out and he was like, would you like to pick some? I was like, yeah, can I have one of everything? Like, I didn't know what to pick. Yeah. So that was, he was like, yeah, no problem. You can have as much as you want. If you want more, call me back over. He was amazing. That's so interesting because when me and Ed went, we had the choice for dessert. It was either the chocolate thing we got or the cheese tart and Ed was like if I get the cheese card he's like is there a limit on how many cheese I, on how many I can get he was like I don't want to have this whole cheese card like give it like offered to me and they'd be like you can have four because like that yeah. would be so sad you know what I mean like it's cheese come on <laughs> oh he even like the guy offered us to taste the cheese before we at, like got it on our plate it wow. was yeah it was an entire nice. cheese experience it was amazing <laughs> just what you want amazing <laughs> <laughs> and then from there we went to our dessert which was a peach crumble oh, um, but it was like fancy peach crumble it wasn't like again with the flowers it was done out with a plate of flowers <laughs> but it, it was good it was really really good as well um, and then we had a bit of time we probably had a half an hour at this stage before invention uh not inventions eliminations mm-hmm. okay. so they brought us like little mini desserts kind of like an afternoon tea and then coffee and then amy got a hot chocolate they brought her hot chocolate and said oh, coffee. so like that had brought us to like quarter past 10 20 past 10 wow so, alone and you get three glasses of wine so they bring you out um wine for your starter it was like a white wine and then they brought you out a red wine for your main courses. And then you could pick between a dessert wine or one of the other two glasses of wine that you've had for your dessert. So you only oh, okay, get cool. three. Whereas previously when it was like a dream to live, you used to get a glass of wine with each course. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's a so, lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, for the same price, like that would have been amazing. Um, they then, it was you're brought up to the castle club somebody comes down from castle club i don't know who she was she looked like really important like you know when you can just tell yeah this person is like yeah. some sort of manager or something but um she came down brought us up to the castle club and into the founders club lounge have either of you ever okay. been in there no nope. we've never been up to castle club ever it's fab it's where they done like you know when they do the new year's eve dinners that they charge yeah. like an extortionate amount for yeah those crazy yeah, ones crazy <laughs> dinner um it's up there so they had the room it was candlelit and they had glasses of champagne sitting on the table with like little mini desserts and then again one of those cocktails for amy and then they said we could either sit at the table that they had at the window or we could open the door and go out onto the balcony to watch <laughs> like it was really, really warm so we went out onto the balcony <laughs> But I wouldn't recommend going out to the balcony, personally. Like, yeah, they pipe in the music to the room. Mm -hmm. But if you've got the door open and you're outside, you can also hear the music in the room behind you. And it doesn't match Ah, up. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Maybe that's what Andrea was talking about. Yeah, like if you're watching it outside, there is a delay. But if you're watching it inside with the door closed, it's fine. Right, gotcha. Okay. At that stage, Amy was probably a little bit bored. She just sat inside the room on her phone at that stage. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) As a teenager (laughs) does. Oh bless her. Did she watch the fireworks? She did. She just watched it from the table. She was like, Yeah, I'm tired now. Like Yeah, okay. It's it's after eleven o'clock. We've been up since like seven. 
Yeah, I get you. <laughs> she was I feel the it. same. <laughs> she was over it. Um, I don't like illuminations, but I really enjoyed watching it outside, to be fair. You know, it helps when you've got a glass of champagne in your hand. You know? mm. And a yeah. martini and three glasses of wine. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if there was any way for me to enjoy illuminations, that is exactly That's it. it. <laughs> From that distance, though, the fireworks looked amazing. You know, at the end, kind of after the frozen section where they just all go off, that yeah. looked so much better from a distance the projections on the castle didn't look fantastic mm-hmm. but the fireworks actually did look amazing from that from that angle so okay, we, cool. after that like we they'd given us a bit of time because i asked could i look around the room just because of the pictures on the walls and the stuff in the cabinets and stuff she was like yeah no problem um so she's gonna be like no <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, like, <laughs> it's my 30th birthday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we were allowed to look around if we wanted to ask her any questions. She was like, no problem. We could stay there as long as we wanted. And then we were brought back down. Um, so like all in all, from half six to it was nearly it was going on for 12 o'clock. It was a quarter to 12 at night. Like it was a lot of food <laughs> to be eaten in that time. Wow. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. But like for the price, like it was 199 euro per person. Okay. Considering the taste and menu, which is what you effectively got, is 130 euro per person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 20 not euro bad for a glotini. Value. Yeah. Like, you add up your glotini, your champagne, your little extras, and the fact that you go to the Founders Club. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's worth the money if you like food. If you don't like food, it's not going to be fantastic. How much was yeah. it for Amy's meal? 49. See, oh, okay. that's just, part of me is like, could I go and have the kids' meal? <laughs> like at what point do they draw the line <laughs> like what if you but like what if you weren't what if you didn't drink alcohol I'm kind of like could you still do the sparkling experience just for minus the alcohol price or do you just give it to whoever you're with or like what if none of you drink it's just it's such a large proportion of the price to be included in it do you know what I mean yeah I wonder would they substitute like do they have any non-alcoholic wines or champagnes yeah it's very true it's just mm. Or they'd probably do that, you know, the princess cocktail that you get, you know, with your annual pass. That oh, yeah. cocktail. You'd probably that thing's delicious, though. It's fab. <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> I remember Absolutely drinking that gorgeous. and I was like, what's in this? There's like 12, I'm like, this, like, there are like 12 different juices in this. <laughs> I'd love that cocktail with a splash of vodka, to be fair. Yeah, I, I, almost, <laughs> I was almost like, hey, how about some alcoholic ones of these? <laughs> <laughs> So, would you do it again? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. No, I actually like would. Zero hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just because of the food. Like, I will literally eat anything. I'll taste anything. So, right, yeah, okay. As it, like, I'd nearly prefer to sit down and have a dinner than go out on a mad night out. Do you know, That's dinner same. and wine rather True. than, like, That's crazy true. drinks. So, yeah. it was kind of right up my street anyway. But I don't think it would suit everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I don't know, Sinead, from your point, what they would do, like, with vegetarian options. Yeah, as you were explaining Fuck everything, knows I when was it comes like, to DLP. Mm. but as, as you were explaining each course, I was like, nearly all of these have meat in them. Which, yeah. obviously, there's a meat and a fish and a this and a that. And I'm like, I just, what would, would you just get, like, a different type of lettuce for each <laughs> round? Like, extra flowers on <laughs> your plate. when you get a carrot. <laughs> Like, that's not saying from, like, a, oh, like, stupid vegetarians, but that's, like, oh, DLP don't know how to cater for vegetarians. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be intrigued. I'd love it to go ask. 
I'd say they'd be very accommodating. Like anything we had asked for or said, they were very like happy to please whatever we wanted. Yeah. Do you know, like it really was like nothing was too much trouble for them. Do you know, they like if you had any allergies or anything or any like gluten intolerances, they were like, that's no problem. We have this as an like an alternative or mm-hmm. oh, you know, okay. if you want this instead. Like with the fish, they actually had an option of monkfish and lobster that evening. Ooh. Um with you don't normally get the option, but they were like, Look, we have these two, which would you prefer? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was nice. Like they were very accommodating. Yeah, I wonder if you get to a point where you're spending that much money and everything goes back to the chef, like the head chef, it sounds like. They you'd yeah. just be like, Yeah, I have stuff, I'll make something, don't worry about it. Mm. Yeah. Like it's not I'd a, love to ask. Like it's not an, it's definitely not an ill equipped kitchen. Like they definitely have True. tons of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. True. Maybe I'll try to find out. Because I, I would be really intrigued to find out if or what is probably a better way of putting it, what they do for <laughs> vegetarians. Because I, I doubt they would just be like, Oh, you want to give us two hundred euros? Oh, you're vegetarian? No, thank you. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I would imagine they would do something. I would just be intrigued as to what it is that they would do. So maybe I'll try to find out. Thing is, like when I rang them up to find to, out if, huh? You'd probably have to ask them at the actual concierge. I wouldn't ring them yeah. because I don't think they'd have a clue. Whereas if you ask mm. them at the desk, they will go up to the restaurant. Yeah, true. true. Very true. Um, I would be quite interested to do it, but I don't know if I'd like to do it with illuminations like yeah. i just think like if i was to do it i'd wait because they're definitely gonna well who knows with covid now but like they're i'm still thinking they're definitely gonna bring out a new show for the for the or 30th they'll just bring back dreams oh they could oh do gosh. that and i'd also be happy with that you just know what like, i mean but i just feel like Beautiful. it would just i feel like like i'd also enjoy the whole tasting experience and all that sort of stuff because like i like i also enjoy like interesting menus and all that sort of stuff but i just feel like you would get the end of the evening and i'd be like oh i just hate illumination so much <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i was I mean? afraid i'd be the same because i really don't have anything that i like about illuminations to be fair yeah. but the whole experience was actually so nice and i think the cast members kind of made the whole experience amazing oh that's good that when it came to illuminations you've got a glass of champagne in your hand you're kind of people watching when you're looking over the balcony it was fine like i don't think it took away from it but i do wish i had a scene okay, cool. dreams don't yeah. don't we all just yeah. wish we could see dreams? yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i'm looking at yeah. questions uh, i think you've actually covered every single one yeah i enjoyed that you went through the menu in such detail also <laughs> that i that i personally appreciated <laughs> i actually have the photos of each course what i'll do is i'll put them up on my instagram and save them to a highlight oh you guys ooh, want to yes have a look. Perfect. oh so efficient uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else to do in lockdown you know yeah no them if, <laughs> if is there anything that you feel like would improve it obviously if it was dreams but is there anything that you think it's missing that you think they could improve on without necessarily putting up the price um <laughs> To be fair, like the not really like the fish courses. This is just a personal preference. There was just too much fish, and I like fish, but there was too much fish compared to everything else that was on the plate. Okay, particularly the salmon. Like it, that was far too much smoked salmon for whatever else was on the plate, which was literally just a bit of mushroom crumble and a carrot. Like there was nothing. (laughs) 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 You didn't really have anything else for your salmon. So yeah, like. 
but that was a minor thing and i think the menu changes anyway so it depends on you know seasonal things and it's not the same menu the entire time yeah you know, like you could go tomorrow yeah. and it'd be a completely different menu true i'm sure it's just whatever they have yeah available if i was to maybe change anything else would be bring back the wine with each course and not just the three <laughs> glasses there you go um, there you go yeah the biggest thing i'd also probably take away from what you've told us is that like you went with a 14 year old and even the 14 year old got bored so yeah. like because even when you're 14 i do feel like you're on the cusp of like getting to like understand like the adult table at like yeah. christmas do you know what i mean and like yeah. not so much being at like the kid table but i find it interesting that even with a 14 year old they were getting to the point where they were like yeah i think i'm done <laughs> yeah, yeah like she had started her main when we had started our first main course and like it was chicken that she had like chicken and vegetables but she was done before we were finished our entire main because like there was a couple of main courses yeah. and then her dessert she did have right. the option of having her dessert which is the peach um crumble or she had the dessert of ice cream <laughs> you know but like it's always so sad when the other option on the kids menu is just oh you know three scoops of ice cream, of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know you can dress it up as much as you want but it's just ice cream you know yeah yeah she probably wouldn't do it again like if we were to ask her Mm -hmm. she would be like no right yeah no that's fair though like if it's yeah if it's not like something that you're big like I don't know and then I'm also like would kids want to watch the fireworks from that far away like I think kids enjoy being so close and having the music so loud and Mm. yeah I wouldn't recommend it for a family we'll put it that way I think it's definitely a couple thing Mm-hmm. I think it's quite like it's a nice little romantic thing to do. I don't yeah. think it's great for a family, unless your kids are super into crazy Dude. food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's fair. So, what would you give it out of five? Oh yeah, we love a good rating here. Ooh. We love a good rating. Four out of five. Okay. Oh, excellent. Yeah. The extra the extra point would be given back if it was more wine and, and drinks. not illuminations. <laughs> more wine, non-illuminations, less salmon. Yes. <laughs> Very well, much so. I think that pretty much sums up the entire experience. <laughs> <laughs> would you do it yourselves now after hearing what's involved? Um, personally, I think I'd quite like to do it for like a celebration. So yeah. like, yeah. definitely like, a 30th or like a celebration of something or something like that i don't think yes Sinead, yes i know um <laughs> i'm, I'm yes, aware he turns 30 next year <laughs> ask can you take everything home <laughs> <laughs> i will <laughs> um i heard that if it's your 30th birthday you can just bring everything home. all the paper I can just see next year Sinead being like, yeah, me and Breff are going to go to Disney with the Sparky Spring to my 30th. And me be like, oh, cool, me too. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like that wouldn't be weird. (laughs) Yeah, that's also part of me. I'm like, would it be weird? (laughs) I just feel like it would be fine. They'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I definitely think from a perspective of like, an adult dis nerd that like it's definitely that kind of thing where you'd be like yeah mm. i'll do it especially because the food in california grill is so good and it it's is amazing. like a weirdly higher quality than everything else dlp serves and it makes it kind of annoying that a lot of the other food in disneyland paris is such cardboard <laughs> <laughs> um that like I do really feel like you're paying for the quality when you go there. So when someone said to me like 200 euro, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I, I see it. I feel it. 
especially even when you think about service. like yeah especially when you think about just like even in your head like a premium cocktail is 20 to 22 euro mm-hmm. and that's like boom yeah. gone and you're like actually yeah no that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think for me like i would love i mean i probably just try out any experience in dlp given if i had the money for it mm-hmm. i think I would kind of need to know what the story would be with regards to what I could eat and what food options would be for a vegetarian because I know what DLP are like and their vegetarian options are not always the most inspiring, shall we say. Yeah. Um, so that would probably be my only thing. But I might, have a, I might have a go online and see if anybody's done a review of the sparkling experience as a vegetarian is yeah. that I would be intrigued to find out about it. But I think just as something to experience, it sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. Like, they make you feel amazing. Like, I don't know whether that's just Cali Grill in general, but mm. just the service is beyond nothing you ever get in Disney. Like, I know Disney service, like, you, you do expect a certain level, but yeah, no, yeah. California Grill is, like, it's another level completely. Like, unreal. I know one thing I wanted to ask. So were people like dressed up for it were people just in their regular park attire like what what was the story with that um like on the website it does say they have like a smart casual dress code like no shorts that kind of a thing but last summer it was crazy hot like it was very very warm so like i was in a dress he had shorts on but they were like dressy shorts and a shirt bermuda shorts like khaki shorts almost like anyone else that was in there was kind of it was kind of smart cash now i still wore my ears though because like oh yeah <laughs> i was the only person in ears but i wore my ears <laughs> it was your birthday <laughs> exactly like <laughs> why not um yeah so yeah like it was fine like you didn't feel out of place or anything like yeah you know as amy as a kid like she was in runners and a pair of leggings but they didn't right, turn yeah. her away do you know Just imagine like, yeah. like Child, change, go. <laughs> You're not put on a ball gown. <laughs> um, no, that's fair. I was just curious. I know that, like, obviously, you said the table and stuff was decorated, like, with flowers and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Did you feel at any point that, like, people were looking at you because you had something different going on? Or yeah. did you ever feel a bit, like, out of place? Didn't feel out of place. I was like, yeah, look, it's my birthday. Like, yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> check me out (laughs) (laughs) I totally enjoyed it but yeah people were kind of looking and because we were escorted in and like we were kind of given a little bit more attention than anyone else right and then they had come down to say you know the fireworks will be starting in five minutes would you like to come at me now and we left all of our stuff there they let us come back and gather everything like yeah people were kind of like who are these people what are they doing because we were the only people doing it that evening right yeah um, oh okay yeah which was nice because it meant that we did have the founders club room to ourselves like there was no one there we weren't disturbed they just closed the door and just left us there it was great nice that's cool yeah i don't know like Beautiful. if you were to do it in off season i've heard some people say that you have your cocktails and after your cocktails then you're brought to watch illuminations and then brought back to have your meal i preferred the flow of it that we had it was a nice way to end the meal you know with your champagne yeah. and illuminations rather than having that first and then going yeah. to your dinner. Mm. Yeah, I read that too as well. Because when I did like my minimal research, the people were like, "You, we had our cocktail, and then we watched Illuminations, and then we went down." And I'm like, because obviously the park closes so early, mm-hmm. and I like even reading that, I was like, "Oh, it's a bit like." Aunt- 
anticlimactic, isn't it? To be like fireworks. Now here's your neck. Yeah. Like it's a bit bit of yeah. a weird way to go about it, kind of. You probably have a totally different view of the entire experience. You yeah. probably wouldn't be as blown away by it. Have you seen the video that Curious Axel done when it was a dream to live? Check yeah. that out on YouTube. I think I saw a picture and was like, oh, this is a different table. And I was like, he's done it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that must be it. Um, no, yeah, sorry, I, I haven't looked up that one. His review is probably the best video review I've seen of the entire meal because he kind of goes really into everything. It was himself and his wife that done it. But it was oh, okay. a couple of years ago now. But nothing's changed. Yeah. The price is still the same. You just have less wine. Aye, the less wine. Mm. Sorry, I'm really distracted. There's uh, our little like neighbor fox is like in the back garden staring at me. And I'm like, oh, hey, Fred. <laughs> I like how you say neighbor fox as if the fox belongs to your neighbor. <laughs> no, no, it just lives next door. <laughs> Strange. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't think um, there's anything else that I wanted to ask. I think I've probably exhausted any and all questions. No, yeah, I think I've got everything too. My biggest thing was like, do people stare? But like, I also feel like that's something I probably get over pretty quickly. Now, they could have been staring because we got extra attention or they could have been staring because I had ears on and a giant badge. I kept asking, <laughs> could I keep all the paper? <laughs> so, <laughs> they you know. do actually, I have one more question. Did they like put like a candle in your dessert or anything like did they reference your birthday at all or was or no no everyone wished me a happy birthday um okay. and like nearly at each stage like you know after the cocktails and then after the meal when we were brought up to watch the fireworks and the lady at the castle club um desk she was like oh bon anniversaire. like that sort of oh, thing okay, fair. but no okay yeah. like yeah, i think i didn't want like, that i think that's, i think but i think that's like how i would like it like if they started singing happy birthday to me in the middle of California Grill. I'd be like, oh, okay, no, we're done here. <laughs> I don't think it even feel like California Grill because it feels so upmarket. If they started yeah. singing happy birthday, you'd be like, oh, this is weird. A TGI Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would just be, I feel like it would be, it, it wouldn't be a good vibe check. No. <laughs> that's that's um, But yeah, I think that's everything. I think so, yeah. Cool, for the fifth cool. time of us saying it no but every time we say that we think of another question so now i'm like everything everything <laughs> i think that's everything everything great thanks so much for coming on sandy thanks for having me i hope you've sold it to at least one person listening <laughs> well i feel like you've sold it to us so yeah to be honest <laughs> just do it just do it <laughs> um but yeah thanks very much for coming on sandy as we mentioned before sandy does amazing Disney characters that she paints on jackets and we will link her Instagram in the show notes. Please go check her out. Her stuff is fab. And yeah. Yeah. If you want to hit us up on Instagram at that Mickey Waffles pod, we've also linked everything to all of our other social media. So we're on Facebook and Twitter. We always have been, but now there's actually things there to go look at. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to find some on social media, it's at Mickey Waffles pod or Mickey Waffles podcast or um, Mickey Waffle pod on everything basically you'll find us we're not links, we're not links are all in the show notes don't worry yeah don't worry about it you don't have to search for it. um but yeah that's pretty much it if we see you guys on friday it was nice seeing you <laughs> <laughs> and if not we'll see you in two weeks stay safe exactly <laughs> don't forget to leave us a review on apple podcast if that is your podcast app of preference that really helps us out and yeah thanks very much for listening everybody Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye.
podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.